Welcome to the Movie Podcast. My name is Anthony, and thank you for joining me for episode 15. I am co-hosted today with my good friend, Daniel. Hello. That's the first time you've introduced me as your good friend. Yes. I like it. My awful friend, Daniel. Oh, I don't like that one as much, no. Uh, Today, we don't actually have Shay with us. Uh, Shay is in Chicago. He won't be joining us for our podcast. For this podcast episode, I, I was going to say he's in a better place, but I don't, is Chicago a better place? Uh, it depends on where you are in Chicago. Yeah, yeah, definitely. <laughs> but as always, you can catch a new episode of the movie podcast every Monday across all your favorite podcast services. If you want to be part of the show and give us your comments, suggestions, and corrections, head over to thistimewith.com/slash talk. That is a good place to go. You should definitely, definitely go there. And we actually have two questions. Yes. Love let's, it. Let's start off. What are those questions, Daniel? So our first, we have two questions, as you said. Our first question comes from Lynn, and she asks, with Father's Day coming up, who are your favorite TV or movie dads? Mm. So I'm going to kick it over to you to answer this one. So I love baseball, and I love a good old <laughs> baseball dad. And ba- baseball dad. Baseball dad. Classic and my dad. pick is... Uh, for for favorite dad is Kevin Costner's uh, Ray Kinsella from Field of Dreams. He built a baseball diamond for his kids to play uh, baseball, and eventually these ghosts came and started haunting them. But uh, <laughs> but uh, yeah, that's my favorite dad. That's a great dad. That that's is a, a good great dad. dad. I don't know how I could top that. Um, I, have a, I have a couple. So obviously, like I, I'm thinking, like should I go stick with like. Live action is animation okay because there's so many great animated yep. fathers like Marlin and Finding Nemo yep. and Mufasa in Lion King. Well, yeah, he was like a dad for <laughs> five minutes of the. <laughs> well, no, he's Simba. actually Simba. I'm dead. <laughs> I don't think he says that though. Uh, later on, later oh, on, when he's in the clouds, he's, he's like, "Remember, Simba, I'm dead. I'm dead." <laughs> and you smoke too much of that. Damn, he's with Timon and Pumbaa though. Yeah. Uh, circle of life um i would say like my other favorite dad i love clark griswold's and for those of you who don't know clark griswold is played by chevy chase from the vacation movies yep um so national lampoon's christmas vacation european vacation vacation like all of them like he's so good in it and you could just tell that he's trying so hard all the time to give his family a memorable experience and he just fails miserably at every turn but it's hilarious and it's a great movie so watch them all love the griswold dad what other dads do we have out there um i know shay said (laughs) missed outfire for mother's day but yeah that's actually it's more appropriate for father's day definitely that that guy did everything he could to he did a lot for his his kids kids. uh the godfather godfather yeah i don't know i said it weird godfather you know Uh, vito Vito, yeah yeah Yeah. He, he was he was a dad yeah, he was. He he set an example. He a, for his he, kids. Yeah, he he lost one in the first one. Yeah, Sonny. Sonny. Because, Look how they massacred my boy. <laughs> I, I I started to do an accent and then I backed out of it. Yeah, and now was, it just sounded like was, I was sick. Yeah, that was. Look a, how they massacred my boy. It was really good. Very very good. Thank you. Uh, any other dads stick out? Uh. Well, Homer, but that's a TV yeah, dad. That's okay. It's a TV dad. Homer. I was going like, to say Jonathan Kent on Smallville. Such a good dad. Yeah. You raised that boy. There's right? so many dads. There's yeah. like Full House dad. There's that Family Danny Manners Danner, dad. Carl Winslow. Uh, what else? What other TV dad that's like we're missing? I feel like we're missing There's a, one. probably a big one. Somebody's yelling at their 
at their phone yeah. right now. Well, if you if you want, we head over to um, this time with com slash talk, and you can actually answer our question of the week, which is, who's your favorite movie dad? Definitely. And we'll get to read it on Father's Day next week. Definitely. And correct me if I'm wrong, wrong, Anthony, you won't be here next week. I won't be. I won't be here for the next two weeks. I am going to Los Angeles. Oh, okay. And San Francisco. Uh, these are two places in California that I am visiting. Uh, I have <laughs> yeah. a... I have so a seriously. I have a wedding to go to, and then I'm doing a trip to Napa Valley. Oh, beautiful! You're going to do some wine tasting while you're there. Wine tasting and some sightseeing. Um, every time I think of Napa Valley, I know this is really weird. Uh, the Parent Trap, you know, the one with Lindsay Lohan. Yep. Um, yes. She lives. Yes. On a vineyard in Napa, and I was always like, "That looks so beautiful." And when I was in California, we never went to that area because California is huge. Yep. Um, but maybe one day. Yeah. It looks beautiful. And you can live your you know child childhood memory of <laughs> childhood uh, dream of drinking wine on a vineyard or acting as Lindsay lohan that's also true those are it's one it was one of those two dreams i yeah. had um our next question <laughs> comes from will uh will wrote in to this time with.com slash talk just like you can and asked what are your favorite movie posters <sighs> now i'm going to put an asterisk on this no mondo posters anthony come on no mondo posters anthony <sighs> Um, Anthony I'm gonna, just handed in his resignation. He doesn't want to answer now. I'm gonna say um, the the original Star Wars posters. Yeah, Episode One, Two. You know, like the whole. Who was the artist on those? I, I, I think it's no idea. With an R. Like Ralph? Maybe I'm just making this up in my head. I have no idea. Uh, but he, like they still like there's some they still do work. He still does work to this day. This uh, this artist. I was gonna say like any of the posters from the 70s that like have that painted look to them like jaws raiders of the lost ark mm-hmm. like uh like all like superman they all have like this like this tangible quality to them you know and they look so epic they, they look and so epic. you don't get those types of no, posters they're, they're ones that you want on your wall you know yes. what i mean because they look yeah. like art they don't look like like something made in photoshop right yeah um they, they were they're all yeah. drawn hand drawn they didn't have photoshop yeah. back then right um or the, computers the, the wolverine from 2013 had some beautiful posters mm-hmm. that that ink on like canvas look yep. was really beautiful. Um, we've gotten some cool posters recently too, like Ford versus Ferrari, which we're oh going to talk gosh, about later in the beautiful. later in the show. And they use like the the emptiness. Like yeah, they use like they that, put that white space, the you know? white space, the empty space. So they essentially, what if you can go look at look it up online, they have, um, I believe Carol Shel- Matt Damon's character and yeah. uh, Christian Bale's Christian character. Bale's character right at the bottom of the poster with. A little snippet of the car that they're building, yeah. And above them is just nothing. It's just empty. It just creates this really dynamic look to a poster. Yeah, beautiful poster. Cool. Yeah. Also, the uh, like the painted posters for um, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Yeah. Not the actual theatrical poster, but like yep. they've been releasing some like like art work for the movie for the character that Leo plays in the movie, like from his movies. Yeah. Really, really, really beautiful. Stuff. I, I really, the original Aladdin poster with the oh, genie, yeah. with the, uh, the, the genie lamp, bot, genie lamp yeah. and it's just this little smoke. Yeah. Really, really. They well tried done. to recreate that one with uh, the live action one too. That was yeah. the first teaser that came out for it. Yeah. Uh, I mean like Disney in general usually is either like amazing with their posters. Like I've loved the Lion King posters. Mm-hmm. Um, sometimes they could be on the other side as well too with some of their posters. Yeah. What? Are, maybe that's a good question. What yeah. did, like, what's the worst poster? What's the worst poster? What's the last poster? Remember that poster that we mentioned a couple of episodes back? It was uh, it was a mystery with 
little girl. Mister, oh, was it the Nancy Drew one? Nancy Drew. That was an <laughs> awful like mystery with little girl. Awful poster. That wasn't good. Trash. Though I, I don't think any poster will ever. It's crazy. Again, we spoke about this last week. X Men First Class. Yeah. The first teaser posters that came out for that literally look like something that. Uh, a student lear- who's like ten years old is learning Photoshop. Yeah, and it's and it's literally a cutout of like Patrick Stewart's wheelchair and like James Mac- uh, McAvoy's face, like just plastered on top of it. Yeah, one of the worst posters. Um, but the Godfather, those are some. Oh, Godfather! All God. like uh, any anything like anyone that like you notice whenever like movies have unique looking posters, like you want them on their wall. Social Network's another Social, beautiful yep. one that I yep. have it. Actually, like it's not up right now in my room, but I have it plaqued because I had it up in my old house forever. With such yep. a beautiful, beautiful poster. Halloween with Halloween the, with the yeah, knife like, and the and the pumpkin. Iconic posters. Oh my gosh! Uh, like even the Rocky movies, like the first. Oh Rocky yes, movie, I absolutely adore it. The Exorcist. Exorcist, like yeah, yeah. a lot, a lot of seventies movies. <sighs> Actually, Star Wars. Yeah. Episode one. I'll give Star Wars Episode one credit. Phantom Menace. Because of the the oh, the, the the shadow the shadow of yeah. Darth Vader, but it's the. The picture of, of young Annie, young, young, young Annie, Annie, Annie. <laughs> uh, Batman. Like, the, there's so many out there. There's so many. The, Blade Runner. Oh my god, look like artwork, right? Yeah. and that's that's what we love. Yeah. Um, even even like a lot of the John Hughes movies as well. Like they're very like on the ball and like on the ball in terms of like on the nose. I meant to say of like the plot of the movies, like getting given in the tagline. You don't really see taglines a lot in movies. Yeah. Maybe that's a question for another day. Yeah. Our favorite Ooh. movie taglines. Yeah. Um, yeah. Again, write into this time with.com slash talk with some of your favorite movie posters. Let us know if there's ones we're missing. There's definitely ones that we're missing. Definitely. Um, but yeah, let us know and write them into us. Yeah. So ch- a bit of a change up. I know Shay's not here today. We actually don't, we are not going to do a traditional topic of show. No, we don't. We we couldn't figure out a topic. No, we just without Shay. We are empty. Empty. <laughs> no, but Hollow. actually, there's actually so much news this week. Yeah. That and we've been watching so much things this week that I think yeah. it's good. It gives us a chance to really dive into what we've been watching and the news that's going on and really give our thoughts on it. Yeah. So, so without further ado, let's talk about the news. Do 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 do. <laughs> there we go. That was off a little bit. It was Let me do that bit. again. Let's do it one more time. Do 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 do. What? <laughs> when oh, Shay's man. not here, you're sitting Shay, on the different side of the yeah, table. Yeah, like the equilibrium. It's of, off, right? Yeah, it is I thought off. it's usually like do 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 or something like that. Yeah, that was it. Yeah, yeah. We'll, we'll take mine. You'll t- we'll take yours. Okay, we'll take mine today. So why don't we start off with um, the first order of business: Warner Brothers to skip Hall H during Comic Con this year, and. That is coming from Adam Chitwood of Collider. Good this old Chitty. Good old Chitty. Chitty Chitty. Chitty Chitty Bang Bang. This is huge. Very this is huge. crazy because Warner Brothers usually, if anything, has some of the best panels during Comic Con. Yeah. Right? They like they drop the biggest news. They have this, such a big hype going into yeah. their panels, especially since Marvel hasn't really been there in the most recent years. Yeah. So like this has been Warner Brothers' chance and now like now we're not going to see them this year. And Warner Brothers owns DC. Yeah. It's surprising that they don't have some sort of comic book themed movie, right. TV show coming out that they want to share with the world. It's weird. Which is surprising because Wonder Woman's poster came out. Yeah. Which looks beautiful. Yeah. So what Patty Jenkins. Oh, we, another another we, we great didn't say poster. that one. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so literally Patty Jenkins on Twitter, she's like, hey, we're not going to be at Hall H this year, but here's this poster to tie you over until December when I guess their marketing campaign starts. 
Yeah. So December is I basically I'm assuming when we're going to get our next trailer or our first trailer for Wonder Woman. When does that movie come out? Uh June of next year. So we're getting a trailer in December yeah. for a June release. Yeah. Not even a teaser beforehand. Nope. I, I guess wow. not. Because like this movie, remember, got pushed back, right? So this movie was supposed to come out in November of this yes, year. Yes, 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 yes. And they're like, no, let's put it in June. So that's a again, that's a big push, but like looking at Warner Brothers releases this year, you have Birds of Prey, which comes out in January, February. Yep. You have Joker coming out in the fall. Yep. Um, and the only one from Warner Brothers that's going to be at um, Comic Con this year is It Chapter Two because yep. that has a September release. Man, I wonder what they're thinking behind it. Do you, is, do you, you know? think it's just that they don't like? Because obviously they have movies, but I guess they don't really have like the big tentpole movies. Yeah. That they want to show stuff from this year. Yeah. And but, ma- like, what else is there at Comic-Con when it, like, in terms of studios? Yeah. I mean, there's, I guess there'll still be, like, Paramount, Paramount and, and Universal, Universal there. Um, but, again, it. like, the major franchise movies, there's not really a lot that is coming to mind that they could show off. I'm like... Do you think Warner Brothers is slowly going the Disney route and creating their own type of... Show? Show? It could be. I mean, yeah. like, I wouldn't be surprised. Maybe with Joker. I know Joker... They, I think they're trying to have a bit more of an awards focus on this movie. Yeah. So yeah. maybe they're thinking maybe we don't show a movie that we want to be an awards contender at a giant fan event. Right. Maybe they want to try and separate it that and way. Joker is coming out October. in October. October. Yeah. So you think it'll have a TIFF release? It's very possible. There is a very big possibility. I, I'd be down for that because like, with all the talent in that movie, it feels like something they'd want to yeah. show off at TIFF, right? And last year, um, I... I went to TIFF and I I actually saw Joaquin Phoenix and he he looks so skinny and oh my god and the, yeah and I it remember. was just I I looked over at him and I'm like man <laughs> you look he looks so gaunt and he look he's a small dude he's yeah. not a tall dude he he looked like he weighed weighed a quarter yeah, I like, remember I, I remember when you were sending us photos like from TIFF and it was like he just looked like he was just in that role. Yeah. He looked really, really like you yeah. almost saw his skeleton. Like, yes, it was really. Yes, it was really. And he scary. didn't want to be seen either. Like yeah. he was running, like dodging people, trying to get like not like yeah, not the you know the paparazzi yeah. or the the autograph hounds. To, didn't to, you? Uh, you met uh, Christian Bale as well too when he was in his Dick Cheney mode as well. Yeah, right? I, I met him. He was a chubby dude. He was. He was. He was full fledged. He was a fat man. Yeah. But he changed so drastically from the trailer that we're going to talk about yeah. today. But like, it's, holy macaroni. His body must just be like, it's like an elastic band, man. It yeah. just goes from any which size. Because your body, if you eat that many calories and then you lose it yeah. and then you gain it again and then you lose it, your body must have some sort of like, the hell are you doing yeah. it? You know? <laughs> just shocking it all the time. Like, to to lose that much weight, usually your metabolism yeah. kicks in and then it sticks like that for years and it's he must crazy. be eating a ton amount of, amount of calories to sustain. I'll never forget, like, um, whenever whenever I'd watch the Batman Begins, like, making of. Yeah. And, like, it shows Christian Bale, like, super skinny because he literally just finished playing The Machinist mm-hmm. where he's, like, 98 pounds or something absurd. And then he bulks up to, like, 240 pounds for Batman Begins. And then they told him he got too big for it. <laughs> uh, and they're like, this is Batman, not Fat Man. And it's like, what he does to his body is, like, it's absolutely every. Yeah. I feel like every time we see him, he's a different person, which is yeah, which is great for. I guess it helps him act, right? Yeah, but yeah. So I mean, Hopefully with it Warner, doesn't hurt with, him in the long run. Yeah, seriously. Uh, but I mean, with Warner Brothers this year, I mean, we'll have to see what happens. Yep. But I'm hoping they'll take like the D23 route or the Disney route and be like, hey, you know what? We're going to have our own event to announce what's coming on the DC film front. We know they're working on the streaming service as well. Yeah. So maybe they. 
want to uh, drop news at the same time like that, who knows? Yeah. It's, it's all up to speculation right now. Yeah. Let's yeah. move on to uh, Tom Holland. So Tom Holland has officially been confirmed as the, what's his name? Nathan, Nathan Drake, Drake. Yeah. from Uncharted. Yes. He will be playing uh, Nathan Drake from, the, I guess, the younger version yeah. of Nathan Drake from Uncharted. Yeah. Uh, this is coming from Jeff Snyder? 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 Snyder from Collider. Yeah. Now, Anthony, have you ever played any of the Uncharted yes. games? Okay. Except, the, except the last one. I oh, have not played, played the last one. Okay. Is the last one really good? Oh, it's fantastic. Oh, man. Like the, so there's there's two. There's Uncharted 4 and there's Uncharted Last Legacy where you, Lost Legacy where you don't play as Nathan Drake in that game. Who do you play as? You play as um, Nate. Uh, you play as Chloe from the series. Okay, so yeah. it's just the, uh, like a, a it's like it's like a spinoff one. Wait, like were they in the move the game together or no? No, no, no. It's oh, okay. So it's, it's a completely different story. Yeah. Oh, cool. Yeah. But yeah, I'll try to play it. Yeah, definitely play it. Yeah. Um. But yeah, but yeah. So like this movie's been teased for a while. Yes. Um. We know that Tom Holland was attached to it. Now we know that it's finally coming December. Uh, 2020 was the number on that? December 18th, 2020. December 18th, which is putting it against Steven Spielberg's West Side Story, which is crazy. Do we need another West Side Story? Probably not. Steven Spielberg wants it. Oh, and he's yeah. gonna make, this is one of the Fox movies that Disney picked up. Yeah. Um, the nice thing about this movie, though, I'll be honest with you, Dan uh, Trachenberg, who was the director of 10 Cloverfield Lane, who was a huge video game player and fan and super passionate about it, yep. he's the one directing it. Yep. Which makes me very happy because yep. he's he's a great director and he has such passion for the work. So I'm hoping it will translate well. But again, Naughty Dog is the king of storytelling when it comes to video games. Right. So do we need this? Um, probably not. <laughs> probably because like if you play the game, the game is like a a movie, right? Yeah. Um. But yeah, is this is this part of Sony's new studio? It is. So yeah, yeah so it makes sense. It makes sense that this is coming out now. After we had that news of Sony a couple weeks back, now it's Sony's like, hey, let's start, let's start planting our flag in places, right? Yep. Um, I hope it's good. We've seen young Nathan Drake in the games as well, right? And I really like Tom Holland yep. as an actor, so I hope I just hope it's good. That's all I want. If it's Sony just, loves it, loves him to, right? to hire him, right? They're just they're just like keeping him in that Sony family, right? So. We shall see. Yeah, we'll see. We shall see. But yeah, Steven Spielberg's uh, West Side Story. Really don't need. You don't I'm surprised. Want it? No, I'm surprised he even did it. Yeah, I mean, it's such I, a weird. Like, why would you retell something that's great? Yeah, it's, it's such a classic. Oh, for this next generation, <laughs> like, go watch the freaking movie. There's, like, what's stopping you? You could rent it. It's, it's streaming. Why are you making it for the next? You know how they always like they market that for the yeah, next generation. For, generation. for Aladdin's next generation. Why? Yeah, just watch the old one. You know. It's, I watch movies from the 30s. It's yeah. not even my just like four generations past my point, you know. Um, but yeah, I, I love when you get angry on the show. I'm not angry. No, I'm no I love I love when you're when you speak with vigor and passion. Vigor, vigor. Um, our next story. Um, Ooh, this is some sad. This is a sad story. Is it a sad story? Yeah, because like, okay, good. Go ahead and. <laughs> Uh, I don't think it's a story you're thinking about, though. I was going to say, Warner Brothers and Apple oh. are leading the J.J. Abrams mega deal race. This that is, is not from... in my list of stories. Oh, is that I must have missed must that have missed one. It? It's okay. <laughs> I skipped over that one. My um, bad. No, it's all good. So, Warner Brothers and Apple, of all places, are the lead contenders in buying, or I guess bidding for J.J. Abrams' 
Bad Robot Productions, yeah. right? So essentially, they're trying to bid for J.J. Abrams to sign with them yeah. so he can then produce motion pictures. Yeah. So this has come from Brett Lang of Variety. Though yeah. no decision has been made, J.J. Abrams looks to be closing in on a destination for a new mega deal for his production, production company, Bad Robot, which could be valued at nearly half a billion dollars. Damn. Sources tell Variety that Warner Media is emerging as a frontrunner to land the filmmaker and TV mind behind Alias and Star Wars The Force Awakens. However, Apple is said to be a strong it be in strong contention for a deal that could be historic in scope. And I feel like Apple, Apple is going yeah. to throw the money at him because JJ loves Apple. Yeah. He's already working on them. He was at their event. Yeah. I just feel like he sees where this is going and he wants to be there with yep. them. And Warner Brothers is, I just don't think they could produce the money. You don't think so? That, I mean, they're not a Hall H. What I, are they I don't got think going they, they can compete with Apple money. You know what I'm saying? Like Apple in the bank, bank yeah. for your buck, they're going to outbid you no matter what. It's true. And I mean, like when you look at JJ, JJ JJ's always been, like, I feel like his vibe works mm-hmm. best. Yeah, he has an Apple vibe to him. Yes, he does. Right, and the he's glasses, like, the curly hair. <laughs> he should be at WWDC. Yeah, right. He's no, but, a developer somewhere. But no, he like I even remember watching like the Ghost Protocol, like behind the scenes and stuff. And he's a producer on Mission since uh, he directed the third Mission. Yeah, and he's been a producer ever since. But you see him like behind the scenes being like, "Hey, Steve, look, I got my iPad. I'm using it on the set." So like you could, he's been very involved he's in the in Apple. That- He's in that, in that ecosystem. Apple's used him in campaigns and stuff like that. And like I just think it's a matter of time before we get that news where he's saying, yeah, you know what? I'm signing with Apple. And that means that he would do exclusive movies just for us. Which would be awesome. Yeah. Like, do you think, so this, do you think this is like an exclusivity deal? Or do you think this is just... $500 million bid? Yeah. I think so. I think it would be like you, your I next... Because I can't see JJ not being in movie theaters. No, but I think like his biggest... Like the stories that are coming out of his head are gonna go straight to that. Okay. If, if Apple is gonna, what was it, landmark uh, contract? Yeah. It'll probably be over like five hundred million. You think? Do you think they're just gonna like ridiculously outbid? Uh, I would Warner say seven hundred fifty million, eight hundred fifty yeah. million. Imagine it's a billion dollars. They just drop. I don't a know if you drop. Well, if you're dropping a bill, yeah, you better have you better have exclusive rights to the yeah. next five years or you know six years of stories. That's crazy. I mean, I, I feel like going forward, I feel like this is just like the first domino that's falling mm-hmm. of where these major creators are joining forces with, right? Mm-hmm. Like we've seen a lot of people make deals with Netflix mm-hmm. and make deals with Hulu and make deals with HBO. And I feel like now JJ is going to be the next one, right? Now, here's a question. With all the people who signed with all these other streaming services, um, do you think Apple is winning the race in terms of creators, creative creators? Yeah. Um, in terms of making like movies for them, television shows. Do you think Apple's winning that race? Because Netflix, they have like, they have more misses than hits. Right. And they don't have the. And they're like in debt from what I've read. They're, they're debt. They're just every they're throwing they're throwing out money, but. Apple is not in debt, and they have so much more money. Do you think creators will be like, oh, I want to go with them because I don't have to worry about this company going out of business right? or like worrying about not getting the budget I want because they have the money. They I, actually have the money. I like, think 
I think people will because Apple is such a, a unique brand. Apple is like the most recognizable brand in the world, right? Yeah. I think that creators would want to sign with them because they are Apple. Mm-hmm. Even if Apple hasn't proved anything in terms of the content they could create, but they have proved it as a company that cares about their people and a company that wants to change the world. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So like you could tell like when they had their TV events uh, weeks ago now or a month ago now that this is important to them. Yeah. And at WWDC last week, they opened up the presentation with a trailer for one of their films coming or their shows coming this fall to their platform, right. which we'll talk about later. Yeah. Um, I just think that people will want to sign with Apple, not even just for the reason that you said, but also because just because they're Apple. Yeah, it's like an, it's, it's like an athlete signing with Nike. Like, would right. you go with Nike or would you go with Under Armour or right. or or New Balance? I think just Apple's proven themselves as a brand, right? That's like, hey, they, we care about your privacy. Like, there's 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 so much goodwill towards Apple from other things that I think it's drawing creators there and. By drawing JJ, by drawing Steven Spielberg, Oprah, um, Kumail Nanjiani, like yep. all these other big names, when you're signing them, that's going to make other creators be like, hey, you know what? Maybe I should join them as well too. Reese Witherspoon, Jennifer Aniston, mm-hmm. Steve Carell, like all these big names well, um, are. Whiplash, uh, Damien Chazelle. Damien Chazelle, yeah. like there's Brie Larson, like all these big names are. Chris Evans, like I, all of them are coming to mind now. Yeah. They're all going to Apple because I think they believe in what they're doing as a company. Yeah. And I think it's just drawing creators there. So I think people are going to want to stay in that in that world. And, you know, half the phones on the planet are iPhones. So yeah. if Apple finds a way of integrating that in their systems, then people have it. Do you, you know? think Apple... So from from my understanding, Apple is... Their, the content that would be on their TV, um, their Apple TV, TV Plus... Plus yeah. Would be rated at a maybe PG thirteen, like like as of now, yeah. As of what, now, what they've been saying, they do you want think to be that family friendly. that that restricts or prevents a creator from wanting to join because they don't feel like they would get the option of putting a swear word in there right. or having what they envisioned this movie to look like, and if that had more violence or had nudity, right? Or if it, do you think that? is kind of Apple's roadblock when it comes to the streaming service. I think it definitely can be like, mm-hmm. is like when we heard Tim Cook talking about, they want to make content that the whole family could enjoy. Right. That definitely does throw up some red flags of people being like, Hey, you know what? Maybe I don't, maybe this isn't the right platform for my content. That's going to be about something very edgy or risque or something like that. But I think that's that maybe that's just Apple, how they want to start this start their platform and then maybe down the road we're going to have us spots and categories and everything to have this type of more mature content on there because right. i feel like you're missing out on so much content that's not right that, that won't be on your service right like i was watching uh uh john favreau's new show the chef show again yep. which we'll talk about a bit later and like you just think it's a regular cooking show but they're dropping swear words and f-bombs and stuff like that as well too and it's like it, it catches you off guard because like you, you're not expecting it but because it's on netflix they don't have to worry about traditional right. ratings right right so i was just like oh god i was i just wasn't expecting that right now so it's just it's interesting but i i hope down the road that apple will be like hey you know what we want this content to be for everyone and by meaning everyone that's meaning things that are a little bit more 
Yeah. Maybe a if little they bit can, more If PG-13, they can hit right? that, I think they they win that race. For sure. Um, yeah. Why don't we move on to... Sounds good. The sad part. The sad this news. This is the sad part. <laughs> this is the sad news. Uh, do you want to read this one or shall yeah, I? Yeah, I'll read it. Uh, Swamp Thing. So for those of you who didn't know, there's going to be a Swamp Thing TV show. Yeah. Uh, this is coming from the DC Universe. Yeah, the streaming uh, or DC streaming service. But Bittersweet is coming and is literally being canceled right after the first season. And this yeah. is from Variety's Will Thorne. Very weird how this is happening. We've, we saw this reported a couple weeks ago. Yeah. And now we're getting word that like now it is being canceled. And there was like a statement that was put out saying, no, they don't have plans for next season yet. But it's pretty much it didn't dispute what these right. reports are saying. So... But is this DC Universe, DC Universe's way of saying, you know what, we're get, we're like, because I've I've read a couple of articles related to the DC Universe and yeah. how it's not succeeding the way they expected and they're not meeting their numbers. For sure, you think they're just wrapping up that I, studio? I, it, it bums me out because, like, as somebody who I, I love DC properties, um, Young Justice is a show that I've spoken about a bunch on this show. Mm-hmm. I adore it when it was on television six, seven years ago. They brought it back on DC Universe. Again, only in the US, a little bit pricey. I mean, you're also getting movies, TV shows, and comic books with it, but right. it's very limited, right? It's and it's for to be asking that much for just DC right. content, I think it's a bit steep. Yep. And I'm scared that like sometime next year we're gonna be getting a a news I'm we're gonna get a news update on this and saying DC Universe is shutting down again. Warner, I, I'm pretty sure that's what we're gonna get. Warner Brothers is making their own streaming service, yep. which is gonna be Man. pretty much a direct competitor to their own content already. Yeah. So as long as Young Justice is okay, just don't don't cancel it. It's coming back. Well, in what's July. the other uh, DC Universe show? Uh, Titans. Titans. Titans and, is another and one. And the one with the with Brendan Fraser. Oh, that is. I think that one's on Showtime, actually. Oh, is that I don't a Showtime? Or no, I think it's in Showtime in Canada. On it's on DC Universe in the states. That's the um, Doom Patrol. Doom Patrol, yeah. Which um, I've heard is really, really, really. Yeah, I've good. heard. I've heard it's pretty funny. Yeah, but yeah, that's sad. That sucks, man. It like, sucks. How to have an ep- like to have a TV show come out and then be canceled before you even show the first episode? Yeah, it just like is, that's an that just sucks because now you, now the fans like why do I even want to get in, like why do I want to invest myself invest myself in this, in this, right? Yeah, right? It sucks. I mean, it's again when this was coming out, I'm like, wow. Even before the episode comes out, and now people are like trying to promote the show and get people to watch it. But like again, why would you want to watch it if it's going to be canceled? Mm-hmm. And again, for us here in Canada, like we have to go out of our way to try and find this show. Yeah, and and that's I think that's part of the problem when we're coming to that all streaming future, streaming future where it's like, if I want to watch this, it's literally making me wait either six months for it to come to a cable service here, yeah, or find a way to download it. You know what right. I mean? And which, as people who are us as creatives, we love supporting our content, right? And we, we vote with your wallet, and if it's something I want to support, I'll pay for it. But if you're not giving me the option to pay for it, it's like, how can I support you other than just like tweeting about something? You know right, what I mean? Right. Um, but all the best to all those involved, the production team, the actors, crew, everyone, because it's not easy when something like this happens, right? Yeah. Um, Jurassic World. Jurassic World, the animated series. Coming to Netflix. Wow. It's I all, didn't, this I, is all I have, streaming I, service I, news. Yeah, today. this is all streaming service news. Uh, this is coming from the THR, the Hollywood Reporter. Yes, yes. Uh, Liz, Leslie Goldberg. So I didn't know about this news. Uh, this is the first time I'm hearing yep. about it. So Netflix is producing a anime. Is this a 
C like a like a CG animated or is it like a? I think it's a CG animated. CG from, anim- from the poster that they released for it, it looked very CG looking. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So this is a CG animated series that's going to be within the Jurassic World universe. It's called Jurassic World Camp Cretaceous. Jurassic World Camp Cretaceous. Yeah. I guess it's like I think it's Camp Cretaceous. Camp like Cretaceous. Camp Krusty. Yeah. <laughs> um, and it's it's taking place during. Uh, the 2015 movie, Jurassic yeah. World, again with Chris Pratt and Bryce Dallas Howard. And they're going to actually be voicing their characters. Apparently so. Wow. That's so weird to have like... A, Interesting, right? I've never... I've, I don't think I've ever seen that where they play a live action... And they voice the... And then they voice an animated version of themselves. The only... And it's funny because this literally just happened today again. Uh, the only time... Anthony's like doing weird things with his I'm hands. I'm doing my hands. Like a, <laughs> He's doing like, like a mind. pushing a wall. We're directing traffic. Yeah. Um, the only time that I this comes to mind is uh, Forrest Whitaker when he did Saw Gerrera from Rogue One. He also oh. went back and did it in the... Um, Rebel, Star Wars Rebels. Right. And I think he's doing it in the video game, which they literally just premiered a trailer for today at E3. It's E3 weekend, actually, as well, too. Um, Steven Spielberg's going to be producer on this. Uh, <laughs> Colin Trevorrow's going to be producer this on this as well, only too. go to the Emmys. <laughs> and Frank Marshall as well, too. Um, what yeah. the hell? It's they- so funny. Like, what is... <laughs> like, dude, th- does he know that he's the producer of this? I don't think so, man. Because I don't think, like, he would produce it if he knew so that... Many, so many movies, like Transformers The Last Night, or, like, all the Transformers sequels and stuff like that, it's, like, executive producer, I feel Steven like Spielberg. there is something in, like, any type of Jurassic Park movie, he has to be... I think so. ...credited as a producer. Right. I think that's, like, just written It's, it's in like Stan Lee a contract. in, in yeah. the Marvel Studios movies, Even though right? he probably is like, I don't know. I don't know who's... Like, what, what, do you, what do you think of Spider-Man? Yeah, make a suit red and blue. Yeah, sounds good. Yeah. Rest in peace, Stan Lee. We love you. Um, good old Stan. Quick side note. Excelsior. Um, we mentioned E3s this weekend. So this is... E3's a video game. Are they conference. making a Stan Lee video game? No, not yet. Not yet. Uh, I only mention that because sometimes <laughs> we get video game movie announcements during these things. Oh, that's true. So keep an eye out for next week's episode because we'll dissect if there's any video game movie news or TV shows. Steven Spielberg, again, his name keeps coming up today. Like, this guy was like... He's on everything. Like, he was like... Uh, what's what is the what's the military term? AWOL? Like he was uh, AWOL? Yeah. Yeah, where you he was gone for a good few years. Ten years. Like, yeah. like, yeah, I made a movie here and there, but like now he's just showing he's up everywhere. He's popping his head. He's making enemies yeah. out of people. Yeah. He's <laughs> he, now showing as like the actual like the uh, the king of Hollywood. Yeah. It's crazy. It right? used to be Mel Gibson. Remember yeah. Mel Gibson was the king of Hollywood yeah. until he started racist yeah. like the racist. But I mean Spielberg is like Spiel. a verb in this yeah. in this sense, right? But I mean he's producing a, a Halo show and that that kind of got that started production recently. Yeah. Um so again, if any E3 video game movie or TV show news, we'll report it next week. You play as Steven Spielberg and you just say no <laughs> to. Just say no. You just say Steven no Spielberg's to no simulator. streaming services that want Oscar contention. Yeah. No. 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 Um, what else we got on the docket? What Andy? else? Can you pronounce this guy's name? Uh, I'm going to get a pronunciation right here. I'm uh, going to say Juam. I'm going to say Juam or Colette, Juam, Colette Sarah. Sarah. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to agree with you. Uh, he is eyed to direct DC's Black Adam starring Dwayne The Rock. <laughs> Johnson, can you smell what the rock is cooking? Can you? Uh, no. No, I don't smell anything. I have allergies. Uh, but yeah, finally, this movie seems to be getting some steam. 
And this is coming from good old Justin Kroll. Yeah, Justin Kroll of Variety. JK. JKV. V. Yeah. Of Variety. But um, yeah. Finally, I mean, like, Shazam came out successful, moderate success for Warner Brothers, yep. The New Line. Great movie. We yep. really enjoyed it. They teased Black Adam in it a little bit. Dwayne Johnson was actually producer on the movie. Yep. Hopefully his movie's getting made now. He's been, te- been teasing being Black Adam for like, I think like 15 years at this point. Has it been? Fi- no, 10. It's been, it's been no, like at least five, uh, five 10 years. years. I think it's been 10 years. No. I'm going gonna, gonna to search it up. Okay. I'm going to search it up. It I'm going to let I'm you read the rest of this article. I'm six years. Um, but yeah, um, we're here. John, I'm guessing the sources tell Variety that Colette Sierra is in negotiations to direct Johnson in a new line film, Black Adam, based on DC's character. According to insiders, the film is a priority of the studio following the success of Shazam. That's crazy. That's like, that's bigger than Batman being the priority of the studio or Superman. So Black Adam, really, really cool. Daniel, do you have the news? Yeah, so barely since the early 2000s, he's been campaigning to play this character. Early 2000s. Um, and the product, the project was shelved in 2009 because they didn't have a producer or right. anything set up. right. But finally, I mean, and so yeah, what you said, uh, this director, he just finished doing Jungle Cruise with uh, Dwayne Johnson. Did you say that? Sorry? No, I didn't get to say that. Okay, sorry. So you were into the future. Yeah, so Dwayne Johnson just finished doing Jungle Cruise with Emily Blunt, who um, this uh, director, <laughs> I can't I forget his Colette name. Colette Sierra. Colette Sierra. We'll was, call him Colette Sierra. We'll, we'll call him Colette Sierra. He was just the director of that, and I, what Dwayne said, he was very impressed of how he handled such a big production. And apparently he's now handing him the torch to direct Black Adam, which I'm all for. I mean, I, I've been wanting to this, see this movie. I hope they fast track it and get this going because Dwayne's not getting any younger, even though he's still a Hulk of a human being. I, mm-hmm. would, I would love to see this movie happen. Okay, so I'm, I'm not going to be the bearer of bad news, but this director's filmography it's is not, not so great. He did The Commuter with Liam Neeson. He did House of Wax, uh, okay. The Orphan, Unknown with Liam Neeson. Yep. Loves Liam Neeson. Uh, nonstop. The Shallows was actually not bad. The Shallows is with who? Um, Blake Lively. Oh, The Shallows. The, oh, shark the shark movie. Yeah, yeah, that was a good one. Uh, but he's like, he's he hasn't really like hit people. Like, right. He hasn't I hope had like, no. I meant like he hasn't can, like he hasn't, he hasn't not made done, that yeah, great yeah. movie. I got you. Maybe this will be the one, or maybe uh, Jungle Cruise. I that's mean, hard to say because usually great directors make great movies right away. You think so? I mean, yeah. look, at, look at the well, again. What we'll talk about later, Chernobyl. Right. Look at the creator of that and his and his reputation in Hollywood, and now that's he's true. made the highest rated show of all time, pretty much. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I just shut you down, boy. No, I'm kidding. But did he, did he direct it or did he just write it? That's TV creators thing. are different than <laughs> I know, mo- I know. movie creators. Uh, but here's the thing: like, I hope this movie is good. I think they they found their their footing with Shazam, and I think that if they create something, I hope it's something that feels connected to it. I don't want it to be like this giant epic that feels out of place with right. uh, with Shazam because Shazam was such a family focused family dynamic in the in the film so i just don't want this to be the polar opposite of that right um but we'll see yeah this movie's still probably 30 years away yeah or maybe at least two or three years away apparently he's supposed to start production next year but i believe it when i'm sitting in the theater yeah um moving on to another hulky person (laughs) john cena officially joins 
Fast and the Furious 9. You could have just said another wrestler. That's true. Another hulky person. Another uh, muscle person. Another <laughs> meaty. Another meaty vine veiny <laughs> guy. We told you there's lots of news this week. Um, Anthony D. Alessandro yeah, from Deadline. From Deadline. He uh, he broke the news that John yeah. Cena is officially joining Fast and Furious 9. Yeah. Does that mean he's going to like battle Vin, Vin Diesel, Diesel and The Rock and Jason Statham? So apparently Vin Diesel, sorry, apparently since there's still beef between Vin Diesel and The Rock, there was not going to be. <laughs> they got to get another wrestler to yeah. <laughs> fill in The Rock's position. Maybe. So like Vin Diesel like uh, posted a video on Instagram back in April with him and John Cena and him doing his. You know, we got family, and we got yeah. We, that was my voice. I, it's bad. It's not Vin Diesel, but sure. No, I, I'll try it again. That was that. a Sylvester. That was that, I know. I always do Stallone first. He's Vin Diesel's just more like like gravel. You like. gotta do Shay's voice. Shay's voice. Shay's voice is like, "Hey guys, what's up? I'm Shay." <laughs> <laughs> That's a hundred percent Shay. No, so he posted a video with John Cena. Yeah, and. Teased that he was going to be in it. Now it's confirmed that he's going to be in Fast 9, which Dwayne is not going to be in. He confirmed he's not going to be in Fast 9. And Man, pettiness. Yeah. So I don't know. I don't know. Like Just get over it. It's <laughs> the a Fast and the Furious series has just... They've jumped multiple sharks at this point. I can't wait for the documentary. The documentary of what? 20 years from now. 20- Fast and the Furious documentary where they tell the story of all the shenanigans and <laughs> and high stakes behind the scenes and all event. the foolishness that's happened yeah. what was our uh, spinoff oh jurassic furious jurassic furious one yeah. day i i still think that movie could happen one day i i think, I'm it, not, I think it will i hope so netflix will produce it <laughs> so will spielberg still, spielberg, spielberg will, will somehow will, be connected he'll right be on it yeah um but yeah i mean yeah. john cena sure i mean he's been he's been really trying to prove himself as what do you an think actor. he plays a villain you think I, he plays a car a muscle car <laughs> He plays a muscle car. Vin, Vin Diesel has to drive him. I'm John Cena. Like, can you see him though? Yeah, it's just the he has wheels okay. on his hands. It's an invisible car because it's John Cena's. Like, you can't see me, right? Oh, that's true. Yeah, I don't. I don't want dress like. I just know that you can't see him. You can never see him. You can never see him. It's an invisible car. Okay, but yeah, uh, <laughs> I mean, we'll see. I mean, this movie's supposed to come out next year or the year after. Yeah, Fast and Furious Nine. It's. It's happening, and we'll be here to talk about it. Do you it think you'll ever do like a serious fascinating? Like you know when they get to that point in the in a franchise where like let's reboot it, but let's take they've, it, let's give it to the best director ever and give it a serious. They've tone. tried. They've had that. Fast and the Furious has had that switch. When it when Fast Five came out, like even Fast Four, they brought the team back together. But Fast Five, I think, is the one that changed. They turned them into heist movies and like right. these giant stake movies. And since you don't that, think they'll ever go back to like the it's just stealing like, you know, cars, stealing and cars and racing, racing. super super up and no, you know, family. Long, they're they're saving the world now. I mean, yeah. we're, we're looking at Hobbs and Shaw, exoskeleton. You know, they're like, in space. Idris Elba's Black Superman in that. Yeah, he's like he really is Black Superman. Like, oh my god, <laughs> my god, this this we're two months away from that movie. I can't wait. I I here's the thing with Fast and the Furious. I have a love hate relationship with it, mm-hmm. and I think there's there's some really good movies in that series. I mean, there's some some really bad ones. I think the most recent ones, as ridiculous as they are, have been the weaker ones. Yeah. But I ha- I got a hand to them. They are absurd, and they embrace it. Yep. You know. So that's all I'll say about that. Yeah. 
What other news? Do we have any other news? Uh, some quick, shorter stories. Shorter to stories. Finally, to finally end this segment. Um, yeah, because we're running a bit, we're a bit long in the long for our news this week. Yeah. Like I said, there's lots of stories. Um, some quick ones. Sigourney Weaver is returning to Ghostbusters, the sequel, which is coming out next year. She Dope. also might have confirmed Bill Murray returning as well, too. What did she say? Uh, <laughs> that he might be returning. Oh, she's like, yeah, <laughs> he's returning. What? You know, yeah, she basically said that, um, like, she's excited to come back and to yeah. work with everybody again. I think uh, if she's returning, I think the whole crew is returning. It would make sense, right? And it's also, you know, Ivor Reitman's son. Right. And I think they, they want to kind of pay. Is Ivor Reitman still alive? I'm not too sure. Should we get a, let's get a, let's, let's get a fact check. Let's on get that. a fact check on that. I think he is. Um, but yeah, so, I mean, she's going to be returning to the series um this is after again yeah, he is <laughs> he is still alive man ivan if you're listening to this we're i'm so sorry, sorry man. we're so sorry we thought you were dead um yeah so it's nice that they're they're going back to the roots nothing against the the reboot from was it 2016 but i just obviously didn't connect with people no um and now it looks to them that they're trying to rekindle that old nostalgia for it are you a fan of ghostbusters was ghostbusters anything for you growing up ghost Busters? Did I did I slur my words? You wouldn't brush I was doing my Sean Connery. Yeah, I thought you were about to have a stroke. No, no, I was doing my Sean Connery. Ghostbusters. Sean Connery showing up for the yeah. Ghostbusters. He plays one of the ghosts. I would, I would imagine, imagine being haunted by a ghost with Sean Connery's voice. Just be like, kill me. Hey, that just, voice. It'd just be annoying. And the dog's just, name. Um, <laughs> I yeah, I love the Ghostbusters. Junior. Um. Yeah, I wish they continued with the... They only have two, right? It's like yeah. they're missing one. It's like there's they like only this... have two. Ghostbusters 1, which is great. Ghostbusters 2, which is not good. Yes. but um, I'm Ghost... saying Ghostbusters weird because I'm saying it fast. Yes. I'm okay. I promise you listening, I'm okay. But yeah, I'm I'm really excited if the whole crew comes back. Yeah, it would be cool. Yep. We shall see. Our final story this week uh, is a bit of a short... Another one with Steven Spielberg, of <laughs> we course. We should have like a section... In our, in our podcast, Steve, what did Steven Spielberg do this week? So apparently, so the story broke. This comes from AV Club um, from William Hughes. And this the story broke uh, a couple days back. And in the story, Michael Douglas says that Steven Spielberg, quote, I hate movies, Spielberg. <laughs> Sorry, I have to say this again because it made me laugh. Michael Douglas says, Steven, I hate TV movies, Spielberg. <laughs> Killed his best shot to win at Cannes. Um, so his full quote says, uh, so he's talking about Behind the Candle, um, Candelabra, which came out at Cannes 2013, which starred him and Matt Damon. And Mr. Douglas said, it was shown theatrically around the world, so I don't want to say nothing, but Steven Spielberg was the president of the Cannes Film Festival jury that year. And the word was, I was a favorite to win Best Actor Award. He put the kibosh on that because it was an HBO film. So when I so when I now see that argument and beef about Showtime or Netflix in this case doing feature films, I think they've got to get this all resolved. Yeah. And Michael Douglas just won a Golden Globe for his performance in one of Netflix's original series. Yeah. Yeah. So I mean Douglas is it's been around a long time. Yeah. Obviously, like himself and his father, of course, is yeah. Hollywood royalty. royalty. 
Um, what do you think about this? So this goes back to our first like, episodes of Spielberg. It's surprising because it's Michael Douglas. It's not like some... It's not like, it, like a young director. Or yeah. Like, it's like someone who... I guess at the same time as Steven Spielberg was rising, Michael Douglas was rising at the same time, yeah, too. True. So you think they would have like this camaraderie, camaraderie and respect, and respect yeah. yeah. Um, but it's not surprising. I think he has like, he wants to kibosh the streaming yeah. services. And again, this is, this is from 2013. So Spielberg may have been a bit harder on it then because this is again six years ago yeah we didn't even know about this until now yeah. so god knows what he was doing did we even call them streaming services in 2013 no it's just like netflix it was just netflix yeah. right it was like oh we're making a thing of, of think of netflix of groceries it's like oh you can stream it and it's like, like netflix of music it's like, yeah oh, that sounds weird um but yeah it's weird right yeah no i <sighs> and douglas was amazing and that. he's pretty frank about it too 100 like i feel like you get to a certain age in hollywood where you, you just, just don't yeah, care yeah. it's like i'm just gonna say what i want to say well i think they're taking a a, a page of, out of this year this this generation's thought process and sure. where they there's they want to say what is on their mind sometimes it can come off but, awful yeah. and then sometimes it can you know be too literal but but he said it and uh, you know what i'd rather have transparency when it comes to these kind of things yes that's, that's the word transparency. Transparency is the word of the podcast, ladies and gentlemen. Um, so that's the end of our news. Uh, we made it through. There was what nine items this yeah, week. Yeah, we we actually we did in record time too. We did. No, not too bad. Yeah. Um, going on to the box office. Box office. Boom boom boom. Um, we'll we'll see if that sticks for next week. Um, X Men. Or it's not even called X Men. Sorry, it's called Dark Phoenix. X Men, Dark X Men, Dark Phoenix, or no? It's just Dark called Phoenix. Dark Phoenix. No oh. X Men in the title. So you and I saw this. We saw it together. Yes. Shay saw it in Chicago, but we don't care about Shay this yeah, week. Yeah, he doesn't exist. He doesn't exist to us. He can this live week. in Chicago. Well, he should come back. No, we'll need him. What's he even doing there? I saw him with a trombone the other day. <laughs> like it was like, a trombone. Why? He's like playing a trombone. He's walking down. Illinois with okay. a trombone. With a trombone? Say. Okay, yeah. maybe he's leading a parade or something. He's he's leading Imagine, the, ra- he's leading the see, Raptors parade. You, oh, guys, <laughs> if you're listening to this, we are one game away. One, one game away from the, being champions the of day the this, world. The day this podcast comes out for the Worlds is game day for the Raptors. Game, that's true. So Put on your Raptor us. faces. Yeah, Raptor faces. And cheer the shit out of them. 100%. We yeah. need you. Yes. Um, getting back to Shay. Um, maybe he was like reenacting the scene from like Ferris Bueller's Day Off. Yeah. Maybe, you know, maybe. Yeah, that's um, true. But back to Dark Phoenix. So Dark Phoenix opened up this weekend. Man. What a movie. We'll, what? We're, we're going to get there. We're gonna yeah, get we're going to get there. What um, a movie. Right now, we don't have official weekend numbers on it yet, but it's looking to open up for around $39 million, That's which disappointing. Is super low. This super is Super low. For a comic book movie, man. Keep in mind... X-Men Apocalypse. Um, so X-Men Apocalypse, which was the last X-Men movie, opened to... Uh, let me get this actual numbers here for you. Give me one second. I will fill in. <laughs> oh, sorry. Here we go. <laughs> X-Men Apocalypse opened up to $65 million. The biggest opening weekend for an X-Men movie... Um, Deadpool's obviously up there, 132 million, 125. Yeah. But if we're looking at just X Men, Days of Future Past. Nope. X Men Two, The Last Stand. Wow. Which also adapted the Dark Phoenix storyline. I was saying that to you. I'm like, I can't believe there's two 
dark Phoenix storyline. Which is crazy. Which is it's, it's it's such a unique story, yeah. but it's not like something that you would make a movie out of. But you know what's crazy about it though? Same producer and same writer from The Last Stand did Dark Phoenix. Why? <laughs> Simon Simon Kimberg was a producer, but the same writer on who did Last Dan right. also did Dark Phoenix. So he had two chances. He had make... two chances of it. <laughs> oh man! Yeah. But this is this is looking to be the lowest opening X Men movie. It's looking to come in second place to The Secret Life of Pets Two, which is looking to make around sixty million. Damn! The freaking dogs killed them. <laughs> the dogs. The dogs. <laughs> the dogs took them out. The, the X Men. That's funny. And it sucks, you know, because like you know, Disney's done everything they can to market this movie, and granted, the marketing has looked better since they've taken over, but yeah. they've been. They've been presenting this as like the conclusion to the X Men, yeah. and what a hollow finish it was. Yeah, because um, I sent you that Instagram story that they posted on their Disney Studios. Yeah, they they acknowledge that X Men is now part of their thing, but they also edited it in a way that was, "Don't worry, this is the end of yeah, it. So don't worry, you, you won't have to worry about this awful story, right. which we'll get to. We're trying to get to. Um, we got some new trailers this week. Yes, uh, so we get to choose trailer of the week. There might be a tiebreaker because there's only two of us. Mm. Um, so we got uh, the trailer, which we spoke about earlier, For All Mankind. For which All is, Mankind. Is this, a, is this a short... Is this a movie or is this a series coming to Apple Plus? I think it's a movie, right? I think it's a movie. Yeah. With it, uh, Joel oh, Kinnaman? Yes. Joel Kin- Kinnaman? Killer? Kinnaman. Kinnaman. K- killer man. Swedish, <laughs> Swedish actor, yeah. but also is American. He played... He was in Suicide Squad. Yes. He was in, uh, he was in a bunch of stuff. Um, really good trailer. Yeah, great trailer. And it Apple looked very this, cinematic. Yeah, Apple showed this at their WWDC conference, and it's basically, uh, the premise of it is that the Russians beat the U.S. to land on the moon first, mm-hmm. and now the U.S. has to kind it's of- 12 come, episodes. Oh, 12 episodes. Okay, so it's a show. It's a show. Um, and now the U.S. has to basically come up with a way to- um, Would it beat them to the moon again? Beat them to the moon? Or is it beat them to the moon? Or are they going to Mars? Or are they going somewhere else? They can't go to Mars in the 60s. <laughs> are you no, nuts? Man. You don't have the technology There's for that. Russian There's more technology know. in the movie that's making the movie. They're going to go to Mars. <laughs> I'm sorry, man. I always I remember. Like, I when didn't realize you are so heated about There's more this. technology in the in our phones right now than there were in the freaking spaceship that went to the to That's the, so unsettling, man. To the moon. Well, Can you believe send, that? They basically send people to the moon in rubber bands and paper clips. Um, but yeah. We got another space trailer this week with Ad Astra. Yes. This is the uh, Brad Pitt movie. Brad Pitt, Fox, started, but now is under Disney's right. reign. So, so what's this movie about? It was a weird trailer to me. I, I feel like it's a... it's a, I, This year is, the, the, you know, the astronomy. I guess they all came together. All yeah. these studios are like, hey, what's this? Remember I, I was talking about themes? You remember how we yeah. used to have themes? I feel, I feel like since, like, Interstellar and Gravity... There's been like one space movie year. We had that Robert Pattinson well, we're one. We're getting seven we had space movies this First year. Man that came out. There's been so many space movies. Yeah, First Man, and we got like seven coming out this year. Um, yeah. But yeah, it's like, I don't know what this, this it looked great. Yep. Visually, it looked great. I didn't understand what the premise of this movie it is. Looks, like, it looks a little art housey, right? Very. It's like an art house astronaut. Brad Pitt looks great in it. He does. He looks he always fantastic. Looks great. Oh, he always looks so um, good. His hair looks so good. Oh, my God. I wish I had his hair. Anyways. Anyways um, yeah. I don't... What like? How can you explain this movie? I don't know. He goes to space, but like, I don't know. He has like some outer body experience. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Is it... Is his father an astronaut as I think, well? I think he has to find his father in a or different, finish his father's work. Yeah, it looks very, very out there. It felt like Interstellar, but like yeah. beyond. It wasn't. It, it was, was like, like like hey, let's make a more confusing Interstellar. Yes, 
Um, cool poster, though, Ford. Yes. Cool poster. Very cool. Um, we got another trailer for Scary Stories to Tell in the Dark, which is Del Toro's uh, produced uh, project coming out this year. Yes. I'm looks quite William spooky. Del Toro. This is my movie. <laughs> I always see him. We always see him in the when we the watch Cineplex movies. Free show, he's, yeah. he's like there. I'm like, oh, I'm not sorry this trailer to all of our Mexican listeners. Sorry, Carlos. Um, uh, and we got, uh, we, there's another trailer I didn't write down here, but uh, Bridget Runs a Marathon is another. It's, it looks like a comedy like type movie. It looks pretty cool. And <laughs> that's all I'll say about that. And Ford versus Ford Ferrari. versus Ferrari. So take it away. Anthony. Are we doing trailer of the week? Talk this, about it. This is my trailer of the week. Me too. Ford versus. So you, we. I mentioned in previous podcasts. I'm a big car lover. Yes. Um. This is a historical story in the universe of cars. This yep. is when. Um, Carol Shelby, the the guy who built the Shelby Mustang and Shelby GT500 and 350, who's played by uh, Matt Damon. Yep, um, he is hired by Ford to build the car that would kill Ferrari during the 1966 24 Hours of Le Mans. So back in the 60s, Ferrari owned Le Mans. It was just that was their thing. Enzo Ferrari was making beautiful cars and. Yep. That, Look beautiful and won races. Um, Ford, on the other hand, not didn't so really much. not so much. They're and, more like American blue collar cars, right? Yes, muscle cars, yes, but not you know when a turn happens, couldn't control it. Yeah. Um, so they hire Carroll Shelby to build this car called the GT40, and um, hires Ken Miles, who is a British race car driver, played by Christian Bale. On this, played movie. by Christian Bale, and this is this. It tells you the story of how important a driver is to a car because yep. without a driver who understands a car, you can't make a car. It, you you literally like, can't make a car. Like, I'm not the biggest car person, but I, yeah. I do love car movies, especially when they're done well. Yeah. Because you got, you got to understand that, yeah, like we, we, we drive, but like to be one with a car and yeah. to be going at that speed and making those turns, that's hard. Yeah. You know, that's, that's very difficult. And this movie is directed by James Mangold. So Same. this is his first movie after Logan. Yep. And he's one of my favorite directors working today. I love Walk the Line. I love Copland. You know yep. Copland with Sylvester Stallone yep. and De Niro and Ray Liotta. Yep. Um, he's such a great director and I'm so... this is Sylvester should have got an Academy Award for that movie. 100%. Because since that movie, he decided not to do anything Oscar worthy. Yeah. Except for Creed. Um, snubbed that year. He's nominated, but he didn't win. Yeah. Yeah. Another time. Um, Poor guy. But... This trailer was fantastic. Fantastic. What a beautiful, beautiful trailer. And I cannot wait to watch this movie. And man, he looks skinny. Christian Bale Bale looks so (laughs) skinny. skinny, I'm like, damn. Matt Damon still looks like Matt Damon. Matt Damon is Matt Damon with a hat and an accent. Oh, and John Bernthal is in it as well, too. You know, from Shane in The Walking Dead and from The Punisher. And he's a great actor, too. I, um, I feel like he's always like the secret sauce in movies. Yeah, he plays uh, Lee Iacocca. He was the Ford president or ceo at the time especially uh if you ever watch uh uh my god why am i blanking on the name the clip the oh my god why am i blanking of the name right now i don't know daniel let me fill in (laughs) until you find it he's in um oh my god i'm blanking on it john bernenthal punisher no yeah from the punisher he was in um Oh my god, it's one of my favorite movies in the last couple years. Guys, just close it. Just, just, end, just end the it. podcast. Just end it. Daniel, you ruined it. I, it's, I'm Shay so is sorry. laughing right now Shay with his trombone. Like, see, <laughs> fucking plate. He's just like, <laughs> 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 uh, 
No, I'll I'll get the name of it. But um, yeah, he. I feel like he's always like the secret sauce in some of his movies. He just he just always plays such a good role. Yes. Um, he's obviously in Wolf of Wall Street, Baby Driver, uh, Fury. He was really good in the movie I was talking about though is Wind River. I don't know why that slipped my mind. Amazing movie. Amazing movie. The um, last three minutes of that movie. My gosh. Amazing. But, Buckle up, Dorothy. Yeah. <laughs> Who's Dorothy? Because this. What's the scene from The Matrix? Remember, he gives the. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Now who's blanking? Now who's blanking? Wait, Shay. Shay would have remembered. Buckle up, Dorothy, because this baby's going bye bye. Something like that. Oh, I'm okay. missing. I'm missing a word there. Okay. But yeah, Shay's yelling at us probably. From He's his... like, what? "You're ruining everything. <laughs> All that work." He sounds like Steven Spielberg. <laughs> uh, but definitely, hands down, Ford vs Ferrari, our trailer of the week. Definitely Oscar contender. Out. I'm saying. 100%. I'm gonna say. Best Actor for Christian Bale nomination. You think so? Best Director for Mangled nomination. I'm not going to say winner because yeah. you can't. Supporting Actor. Matt and Damon. Best Picture. Oh, and Best Picture. I think so, too. But they don't really actually have it. It's so funny. They have Ferrari in the name, but no one is actually playing anyone from that side of. Right. Unless I'm missing something. Maybe. Um, out this week, we got Men in Black International. Yes. Shaft. Uh, the Dead Don't Die. And The Last Black Man in San Francisco. So yes, that's year. actually we talked about that trailer yeah, a I while think ago. One of our first episodes, yeah. yeah. Beautifully shot, stunning. One of, the, one of the nicest trailers this year too. If cinematography on point, I think you can watch the trailer on YouTube or Vimeo. Yeah. Beautiful, beautiful. It's like um, I would say it's like a an art house, but independent. Indie, yeah, very sure. indie, indie. I could I could see it being like an, an awards contender as well too. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Best any, indie. Any of these uh, films interest you this week that you want to check out? Uh, probably Men in Black yeah. International. How about um, Shaft? No, more like yeah, skip. Skip it. <laughs> okay. No, it's just I don't know. I'm not a Shaft. It's guy. funny he's coming back to the Shaft role, eh? After like eighteen years. It's so years. weird. He, he looks age. insane. He looks <laughs> he exactly the same. same yeah. It's like they de-aged, de-aging technology yeah. on Shaft. But it's funny that like you could just tell Sam Jackson has such. A I just fun don't time feel like this. did they like. <laughs> Did people call up and say, let's make a Shaft movie, but don't let's, let's not make a remake. Let's actually make a sequel to the one 18 years yeah, ago but, that did well. And also just call it Shaft. And call it Shaft. Yeah. Okay. Um, what we're watching. Anthony, yes. Shay is dead to us this week, as we've said multiple times. Oh, yeah. So that's what he watched dead to us. Shall we get into a review of Dark Phoenix? What about what we're watching? That, we did watch it. No. Oh, we're going to talk about that first? You don't want me to talk about what I... Do with, let's, with... let's start with that because we'll end on a high note. Okay. How about that? Because yeah. I think there's not much left for us to say. Uh, I yeah, put out my a review voice is of, uh, cutting out. I put out a review of Dark Phoenix on our YouTube channel, which I'll have linked in the show I have show not notes. watched that. I'm, is it just you sitting in the trailer crying? Or is it you... In it's a, me sitting here right where I am right in now. In a chair. Crying. But like you're back towards the camera and crying? No, no. I. It's a close-up of my eyes. Ooh. So you could see my eyes. Just Does see. your eyes turn like the Dark Phoenix eyes? Yeah. <laughs> It's a genetic mutation. A mutation. Oh, okay, that's a. I think my biggest gripe with this movie, uh, other than it not being good, <laughs> is that it feels so far removed from what was set up with X Men First yes. Class, even Days of Future Past. Like these don't feel like the same characters anymore. No. This doesn't feel like the same worlds. No. Um, you're supposed to care for, you know, Jean Grey and Scott Summers and like Cyclops and Nightcrawler, and like. I feel like everybody in this movie, I mean, again, this is just how it looks. Like, nobody brought their A-game acting. No. Everyone feels like they're just there for a paycheck. Cause like, I felt like... I, I felt like... Yeah, um, it was just flat. 
Jennifer Lawrence thought she was bringing her game, her A game, and yeah. she wasn't. She was just like she was just like super like militant sounding and just super like un like removed from what she was saying. And she's and, super like not mystique. Yeah, she's like literally zero makeup. Yeah, I feel they're, like they just, just did her of- head. <laughs> And, yeah. like, none of her body. No, yeah. You could tell, like, when you see, like, a picture of her from, like, first class and Days of Future Past compared to now, it's, like, night and day She difference. wanted out of that she movie. Want, oh she wants God. out. And you could just tell they were all kind of finished with it. Um, but what a boring story. So boring. Is this a spoiler alert? No, I, I think... Do uh, we have to say spoiler alert on this part? Well, you could, you could say spoiler alert, but I feel like if, if you're going to be listening past this, then... Just, just know that we're gonna. It's a friggin'. It's in a comic book. Go read it. <laughs> go ahead. Go ahead. Um, right. what a boring story. Yeah. Is that a spoiler? That that's is boring? a spoiler. No. Uh, friggin' Jennifer Lawrence dying or Mystique dying. But they, they, they basically Man. showed that in the trailer. It's true, but they didn't show how. They, you see that, you see that Jean like threw her, and then they cut to a funeral. <laughs> Next scene in the trailer. Yeah, but you never know, right? Whose funeral is that? Yeah. Didn't but, say Mystique, right? But they literally, when you're going back to the watch the trailer, you're just like, oh, yeah, they literally just showed it to us. So basically, like, Gene goes to space. They have a space mission. Charles Xavier is kind of a dick in this movie as yeah. well, too. Like, he's like, he loves the fame now. Of but how... didn't, they really didn't portray it w- no. well. Like... And, they, and there's not, like, none of the things that are set up in this movie feel like they were built here, right? Yeah. So she absorbs the Dark alien Phoenix, diarrhea or the in Phoenix. space. Uh, I think that was the villain from Green Lantern that she absorbed yeah. in space. And basically she starts to do bad things and she she her power she comes back to Earth and they're like, Wow, your power just is off the charts and they're like, Okay, you're good to go. Yeah. <laughs> like, and she's like, Oh, I feel so great. Yeah. Oh I feel so amazing. <laughs> and then and they then I'm not we're not exaggerating. Like <laughs> They literally, she literally said that. And then five minutes later, she's like, "Oh my god, I don't know how I feel. I yeah. feel angry, and I just, oh, I don't know. I and don't." Then, and then it's like just, a, there's a lot of I don't knows. Yeah, and you need to know. Yeah, and 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 and, and here's the thing that kept repeating throughout the whole movie. Yeah, that was her. That was her one note in the whole movie. It was just, or her one song. She just kept that every scene she was in. Oh, I don't know. I can't control it. And then I'm gonna kill people. It's like they 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 took took it right out of the comic books. Yeah. Because remember that the Phoenix character was created like right. in the 70s, which right. sometimes some parts of that book was not well written. Right. And, and it was written that way where she was like, I don't know, and then like yeah, it was just horribly written for this. 2019 yeah. list viewers, right. you know, and, and there's a the thing because Jean was never really set up to us to be like a character that we like in this world yet. Yeah, she was in Apocalypse, but she didn't have the major role in that movie. It yep. was the other lead characters yep. in it. So like we're s- supposed to focus on her and care about her, but we don't really get that. All the other X Men are just background here. Yeah. Um, they- do you think? Do you think Warner uh, Warner Brothers? Oh my Disney? God. Disney or not Disney? Twenty uh, Fox, Fox. Fox thought. Okay, we got Sophie Turner. She's huge in Game, Game of Thrones. Thrones. Yep. Let's build a story around her. And what other story can we build? Phoenix. I and guess we're gonna so. bring in the money, and then they're like, okay, and this is gonna, like obviously I don't think they knew this was going to be the last X Men movie, yeah, because this movie ends with it basically showing that hey, there's a chance that she comes, she's chance that she's there, and Jessica mm. Chastain is in this movie as well too, who plays an alien, and literally she does not act in this movie, man. At all. Um, I wonder how much they paid her. I don't know, but apparently she's going to be in Simon Kinberg's next movie. And this was like an incentive for her to be in the next movie if she said yes to this one. Because literally, she has no emotion in this movie at all. Well, she's supposed to be an emotional like, alien, but, but like. But she, like, just her acting of it was just awful. Um, 
And like, yeah, it just sucks because like, there's no one likable in this movie. I don't want to go too deep into the negative of this yeah. movie because I feel like it's ending, it's done, and for them to sh- say that this is a conclusion, it's not. I feel like Logan is where the series could have ended and been yeah. so much better. So much better. Um, but it's here. It happened. I thought there was some great visuals. There's some some. Th- here's the thing. There were some cool moments where I feel like if they lean into that more, like yeah. anytime Magneto was on screen, I was more interested because. Yeah. I'm biased because I love Fassbender, but also his scenes were actually better because yes. he he felt like he at least brought it. Except the part with the plane where he's like, Ugh. he's like, he's like <laughs> spasming over oh, the helicopter, and he's just like, yeah. like and, his arms up and in the you know air. The thing that like, always oh bothers me too, like you could tell they're on wires when they go up and down. Yeah, because literally every time they fly away, they never fly away naturally. They always go like stiff and like almost like Christopher Reeve Superman. Yeah, like, just go straight up in the air. Or he like there's a point where like for some reason Jean Grey after all the hate that she's done she's like let me go find Magneto and ask him how to not hate anymore literally that's a plot point in the movie the guy who hates everyone the guy <laughs> you know it's like it's just it's it's craziness um, our review said skip it um, if you're interested in X Men I think watch it when it comes to streaming services and just see why yeah it happened as it is but you're not missing anything you don't have Definitely. to go watch this and it shows why. The, it's having the box office that is because it has the lowest reviews of any X-Men movie. Yeah. Which is crazy to think. Lower than X-Men Origins Wolverine. And the last It night. wasn't that bad, though. I would watch those movies first, though. Because those movies at least have action and enjoyable action sequences in it. Right. Dark Phoenix was just boring beginning to end yeah. for me. There okay. wasn't anything that I feel like I'd want to revisit. Speaking of things that we want to revisit, though, what have you been watching, Anthony? So, I started... Well... I went. Uh, I went to. Um, I went to. Where was it? Rotten Tomatoes. I went to 2018. Yep. And I typed in top rated movies of 2018. And the first one, I forgot what was the first one. Was I think it was like Infinity War or something like that. Um, the second one was Eighth Grade. Yeah, I've been dying to watch this. And this was on Netflix, so I thought, okay, let me watch it. And my gosh, good movie. Great movie. Yeah. But the anxiety I have. For the children of today, of today, yeah. and what they have to go through, what like I never like being what what's the age when you're in grade eight? Uh, 14. 12, 12, 14. 14. Yeah, you're missing a couple of years. You're going back. <laughs> no, and you're, you're 14 going, in eighth grade. I don't think you're 14. <laughs> yes, you are, man. Okay, let's do the math, yeah. Daniel. Uh, you have a calculator. <laughs> what do you need a calculator for? Okay. You're thir- you're 13. You turn 14 in eighth grade. I think I was 13 well, in age or 12. When, you were 12 in eighth grade. <laughs> I man. was one of those special, you know, those kids that got ahead. You were, oh, you're part of I was Charles, a, Xavier's, Charles Xavier's gifted. The, school where they gifted youngsters. Anyways, these kids, my gosh, they have to go through what they have to go so through. So much, with right? Social media. Like, they portray social media in such a, a di- like, in a light that is just such a negative light yeah. for these kids. How they deal with seeing others and, and like, peer pressure yeah. and, and having the look and looking a certain way, my gosh, I never, never in my life when I was in grade eight yeah. felt that way. Like I was, you know, go play sports, yeah. video games, go enjoy the weather. Now they're worried about what do I look like? Do I have to have, do I have a boyfriend or do you girlfriend? Have to engage with people? Like do you yeah. have to like, it's scary. And here's the I'm thing. I'm dealing like, with weight issues right now. Yeah. Like, man, this sucks for it's, this it's, generation. It's and they're growing up too fast. Yeah. And this is what this uh, I feel like the bottom line of the story is. These kids are growing up too fast. They're not even getting a chance to be kids anymore because yeah. 
of you know the world that we live in yeah like everything it's, is everyone knows everything it's scary right yeah. and, th- and this is one of those movies that i've i've, I've been meaning to watch so much because i've just been hearing such great things about it and every time i want to put it on i'm like oh i don't know if i want to feel these these feelings Man, right now like I, you know? I just felt I'm like oh my god please don't no 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 i'm like and i'm like but I, but I, it's if like i had children how do i yes it's a coming of age i love i love those type of movies it's like so. it's yes it's like kind of like a kids if you ever watch kids which is like oh my gosh yeah um that was directed by uh, director kids, kids, kids. It was directed by Larry Clark. Okay. Yeah. That was a Miramax film from the Weinsteins. Um, um, but yeah, but yeah like no, these I, stories, I they always like they hit hard. Cause I feel like, man, I never thought I would, I would never be in that situation right. or feel that, but I guess that's what they go it's through. It's true. Yeah. I mean, with, with social media for me, like, it was starting to come into. I remember when I was in eighth grade, Facebook pretty much just started happening or took off. Yeah, it it became one of those things that you didn't need a a university email for, and I didn't end up getting Facebook until I was in ninth grade. Yeah, or the summer going into ninth grade. Just I got say, Facebook when I was in college. Yeah, like, um, and even then, I felt like my parents were like, "Oh, I don't know if I want my kids yeah. to have a, a thing online," because like, again, this is twelve years ago. And like being online then was just like, oh, you're on, you're online with chat rooms with like people that you don't know, it but just it wasn't opens like up that, right? A but world of things that you can't there's possibly so anticipate yeah. and feelings of like, especially with the divide between parents not who aren't on social media. Like, how do you explain to a parent like, oh, my photo didn't get enough likes and you're like, what, what? Okay. So likes are good thing. Like, it's like, it's like there's that miscommunication yes. there. Yeah. Right. But yeah, I got to watch it. And it's directed by uh, Bo Burnham. Bo Burnham. Yeah. He's a comedian, yeah, actor, but yeah, really, really good movie. Watch it on Netflix. I'm gonna watch it. Um, I've been watching, so I've been watching First Class. I watched Days of Future Past, and I skipped through the majority of X Men Apocalypse this week. <laughs> um, I also checked out Eddie the Eagle, which I'm a fan of the movie. It came out a few years ago, uh, directed by Dexter Fletcher, yep. who did um, Rocket Man, of course. Uh, also uh, watched Godzilla, King of the Monsters, finally. Yep. Um, super, I, I just wasn't engaged in it. I found the story really silly, even for giant monsters. It was just really dumb. Yep. Um, and I started watching the chef show. The chef show. Yes. Yeah, so I love Netflix. Like if Netflix does anything well, yeah. it's food shows. It's food shows, right? They're so good. So this is John Favreau's show. It's basically in the vein of his movie chef. Yep. But it's him cooking with Roy, uh, Roy Choi. Yes. Um, Going to different kitchens. I was watching an episode today with Gwyneth Paltrow where she forgets that she was in Spider-Man Homecoming. Right. Um, also, um, there was an episode where it's basically... You could tell that they shot this over the last couple of years. Yep. Uh, where they shot... Um, it's basically like a dinner table in a restaurant with like the Russo brothers, John Favreau, Kevin Feige, Tom Holland, Robert Downey Jr. And they're just kind of going around... Is Kevin talking. Smith in that one too? No, he's not. No. Okay. But they're just there like enjoying food and talking about food. And I love... I love when conversations are happening while people are eating because that's just such like a. They used to do that. There was a show about that. I just, I just loved it. It's like such a family dynamic, and, yeah. I, and I love that so much. So it's a really cool show. That's the one that I was saying that had swearing in it, and I wasn't expecting like right. someone to drop like a fuck in it. I was like, oh, okay. Yeah. Tom Holland's at the table. He's a, he's a child. Um, My I don't know ears. Why, I don't know why I said in that voice though. But yeah. Um. So that's really good. Um. But there's another show that you've been watching. Chernobyl. Chernobyl. My gosh! Did you finish it? I I'm on the last episode. It's okay. a it's a mini series, five series story about on HBO. on HBO about the the Chernobyl incident that happened in 1986. Right. Uh, growing up, 
I always heard about Chernobyl, and I always thought they always said, "Oh, this there's this nuclear, um, nuclear de- event yeah. to happen." I always thought, "Oh my god, a nuclear bomb!" But it never clicked in. Like there nuclear energy, and there was another type of <laughs> yeah, nuclear nuclear power and all that. And I never understood the devastation. I'm like, right. okay, so it's just a power plant. Like it didn't explode. So, but I didn't understand the long term effects, right, and even that the the first 24 hours of the effect. And this this story. There's such a great job of explaining what happened, who it affected, yeah. the consequences, the environmental consequences yeah. that is still happening. The first Man. episode scared the shit out of me. Yes, it's it so scared the hell out of yeah, me watching. So it well it shot like a horror movie. Yeah. A, a horror movie. Not a horror. No. It shot it shot <laughs> like it's so it's really scary in yeah. terms of, of, of how it's shot. I would I will rewatch this movie. This show. Show. I can't wait to watch episode two. So I just yeah. finished episode one. Like basically, the reactor goes off, and like you're seeing almost it's almost like a virus. Like you're just seeing people trying to get away, and like people are throwing up. You see their skin turning red. Like yeah, they have like this. You just you're not you're not able to comprehend what's happening. Yeah. There was that scene that stuck out to me so much where it's like all these families watching it from like miles away. Because they're like, oh my god, look how beautiful this looks. Because it's like a giant yes, fire aura. beam of light. Yeah. And then you're seeing the particles in the air going on their skin. And like yeah. you're not thinking anything of it. It's such a beautiful shot, but it's literally particles. It's like snow. It looks like snow. It looks like snow when kids are dancing around in it and stuff. Yeah. And then the first episode literally ends with like a bird falling out of the sky. Yeah. And it is just terrifying. I can't Even the part where the, they go into the reactor. Oh where it exploded. And these guys are literally just... They're bleeding like they're, instantly. And, they're just bleeding out of their body, and, and it literally looks like almost like a zombie virus is breaking. And out it seems them, like, right? like this is how powerful like a this, substance yeah. of uranium can do to someone's it's, body it's instantly. Yeah. It's it's absolutely terrifying. Yeah, you'll you'll see in later episodes how it actually changed people, like firefighters that went in there. There's that scene where the firefighter looks up and he he's going into literally the epic center of this nuclear. Ex- this nuclear um, breakage, and he doesn't know that in 24 hours he's literally going to disintegrate. It's it's terrifying. It's terrifying, honestly, and, terrifying, and, terrifying, terrifying, terrifying. And like honestly, like it's such it's such a well done show. Um, the show. So we made a joke about this earlier. The show is written and created by Craig Mazin. And for those of you who don't know Craig Mazin, he's actually directed. He's directed. He's written the the Hangover. He wrote The Hangover. He wrote Rocket Man, not the one with Elton John, the one from 1998. That awful movie that I always used to go on Family Channel. Um, he wrote. He wrote a lot of that. He wrote Scary Movie Three, Scary Movie Four, uh, so Superhero like Movie, um, Huntsman's Winter's War. Like it's like he's been he's been doing. He's pumped out a lot of bad comedies, and then he's like, you know what? Let me just let me just stunt on everybody. And drop yep. the highest rated series of all time right now in IMDb. Yep. Insane. And even the director, John John Rennick. Yeah. He he what did he direct? All like the majority of his directorial stuff is just music videos. Yeah. Crazy, right? Just music videos. And this this series is beautifully shot. I think HBO was so smart to release this after Game of Thrones because definitely they lost a bunch of subscribers after Game of Thrones ended. Mm-hmm. But this is a show that I I haven't stopped seeing people talk about on social media. Yeah. 
It's just absolutely. It will incredible. win enemies. Enemies, yes, it's going to win enemies. <laughs> it will win uh, enemies. And but talking globes. about enemies, yeah. um, I heard Russia is going is saying that you know this is not what it was. We're really? going to make our own movie. Guys, it was it was just it was just it was just, like, it, was, it was just ash in the sky. Yeah, it was Don't just worry. salt and exploded. <laughs> it, was, it was snow. It was snow. Don't worry about it. Those, Don't say nothing. Those people didn't melt. They did not melt. No, oh, they, 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 they were, were aliens. They were just happy to see. You know, it's not too bad. <laughs> Here, drink vodka. <laughs> drink this; it's all good. Yeah. Um, that was my Russian impression. Thank you very that much. That was mine too. We, I think they were. I think we should do the next episode all in Russian. Russian yeah. Eh? Not not Russian like the language, just the accent. Yes. I think we could pull it off. I think I could pull that one off. Um, mm. Was there anything else that you were watching this week? No. no, no. That that was all. That was it. Yeah. After watching Chernobyl, I still have so, to finish it. Like, what could you watch after that? You know. Um. Yeah. Yeah. Usually you want to go to another like devastated like <laughs> <Do you>? destructive <laughs> or just go completely 180 and just be like let's watch something really happy. Mm, probably I probably yeah. would watch some food shows. Yeah, oh, 100%. <laughs> After watching yeah. Chernobyl. But uh, honestly, let's go watch some food. I can't wait to finish it. I'm going to hopefully finish it uh this week. Yeah. Again, it's a heavy watch, so Have like, you watched been watching Barry? I haven't I haven't gone but I have I because I decided to go to Chernobyl, right? Shay's been watching Barry. He could talk about that next yeah, week. Yeah, Shay. Uh <laughs> he's dead to us, okay? He's dead to us trombonin trombonin down the streets <laughs> chicago um again uh we said this week is e3 yes so it is a video game focused week but if there is any video game movie news or tv shows we will talk about it next yes. week on the movie podcast um anthony anything you want to no, finish off with that's that's it we had and a great show that was a really I great think show Shay should go to chicago more often i think yeah Shay should go to Hell. Okay. <laughs> oh no, sorry, Shay. You're wait, wait, thing. hold on a second, Shay. Um, um, but yeah, that has been this time with the movie podcast, and we'll see you next.